When you're so lost, you couldn't find yourself with a map. What do you do? How do you start? And where do you begin? Hi, welcome to a really unexpected conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray. I'm a mindset leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's episode was not supposed to be today's episode. It is totally spontaneous on my end because I was just going through some boxes of mine and I happened to find a journal that I thought was a blank journal. Like I thought it was like, you know, everybody gives journals. And so I thought I, w- I had this journal that I hadn't started. And I went in a couple of pages and I found this excerpt of something that I wrote when I was really burned out in my mental health therapy practice. Probably, I don't need, I didn't even date it. Um, so we're probably somewhere around 2014 and 2015. But as I was preparing content for the show and getting you guys ready to start your new year off well, I found this journal entry of mine from back then. And I realized that like, I probably had a question for myself in my own podcast at the time. I just didn't know it, but I thought it would be a good starting foundation um, for you guys. And I I don't need to be so indulgent to read the whole um, dramatic, dramatic journal entry. But I found this one paragraph that I thought would be a good start to a conversation. So I'm just going to read it from my own journal and I'll find you on the other side. And here's what I wrote. I said, I'm feeling so lost. I don't quite get how something I'm so good at can also make me so incredibly unhappy. I don't know what I'm meant to be doing, but it has really got to be more than this. I want to find myself, of course, but I'm so lost. I need a map. I'm shooting in the dark here. That's And I went on and on and on talking about how lost and hopeless and uncertain I felt with things. And I I don't remember writing that. I, I have no idea how close to the end of my last business it was that I wrote that. But I do remember what it feels like to to not know who you are. Um, and that can happen for all kinds of reasons to um, life really getting busy and life getting in the way. Parents, I think, lose themselves when kids come into the picture because because suddenly their universes go from focusing on themselves and their relationships to focusing on the child that's in between them and their antics and their stories and what they need. Um, And our work lives get super busy regardless of whether or not we're business owners. And then sometimes, as in my case, life happens and kind of gets in the way. And that has certainly been, you know, my story a couple of times. It happened in 2005 when I was, you know, dating my husband and he got hurt and suffered a spinal cord injury. It happened again when two years into like my supposed dream job, I realized that I didn't want it and it wasn't allowing me to have a life that meant anything to me that I needed to make a shift. It happened several times in the course of my private practice when I realized that even though people really liked me um, and liked what I had to offer, not a lot of people were doing anything different with their lives as a result of it. So it felt, um, you know, unfulfilling and pointless. I, I think that there's so many different times in our lives where we just lose track and we lose our way. And, you know, it comes down to like, I don't even know who I am anymore. 
Uh, and I, I think sometimes people probably listen to shows like this and think, think to themselves, these people have it all figured out. They, they know what they want. They know the life they're going for. They know exactly what happens next in this story. And I have no idea who I am. And, um, you know, one of the things I always joke about, my clients have always heard this, and I'm sure you guys have heard it on the podcast, but, you know, it always reminds me of the line in um, Runaway Bride where Richard Gere tells Julia Roberts, you don't even know how you like your eggs. And I think it's this idea that in this example, you know, she just, however she orders her eggs is however the guy she's with orders his eggs. But I think life goes like that, right? That like you just make decisions and you don't even pay attention to what it is you want or what's important to you or what really matters to you. You get in the reaction seat of what people around you need or you put out one fire and then another fire starts and, you know, nothing's particularly awful, but nothing's particularly good either. And you just get lost and disoriented. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of times, you know, people will do in that situation, they'll do exactly what I did. They'll go to the journal entry. They'll start writing it down. They'll write a letter to themselves. And, you know, what I wish I would have told my, I think it's 2014, 2015 self, is like, don't bother writing it out. You don't figure it out with journal entries. Um, and I know that journal entry um, really works for a lot of people, but um, I'm hard pressed to to see that it works for the majority. I imagine um, that's my bias there. Totally my opinion, um, not reflective of anyone else's opinion, but my own. Um, but usually, journaling, you know, it releases the feeling, it releases the emotion that comes from the stuck place, but it doesn't really get you any answers. And I wanted to share with you what happened next after that entry, because even though I don't remember when I wrote it, I don't remember how deep into my brain out I was when I wrote it. I do know that I didn't figure it out by myself. I had to ask for help. And the first people I go to all the time is my tribe, my, you know, circle of girlfriends, my people who really know me, the people who aren't just going to tell me the things that I want to hear, but tell me to the things that I need to hear. And I just said, like, something here isn't working. Like, yes, the numbers and the bottom line of my business look like I should be happy, look like I should be fulfilled, look like I should be on top of things, but something's missing here. Like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel this way about my job every day. I don't want to have built a business that makes me this miserable. I just went to my tribe and then my tribe, you know, sort of suggested that perhaps it was time for me to go to a business coach. Um, and I, I did because, you know, none of my friends were business experts, but it was so clear to me that I, you know, even though I didn't want to be a therapist anymore, I, you know, I was wholly unemployable. I was never going to successfully work for anybody ever again, but I needed to figure out a way to get my skill sets, um, you know, sort of transferable to figure out a way to use the things I was really great at to help different people or to help people in a different way. And I couldn't figure that out on my own. I had to ask for help. I had to invest in help and hire a coach. But so much of it, I think sometimes when people are really lost is they rely on themselves to find themselves. 
And sometimes, like, you just have to be asked the hard questions. You have to sit in the hard conversations. But then the other thing you got to do is poke around and get curious with yourself because focusing on being lost, focused on being disoriented, focusing on um, not knowing your way, like, that's just sitting and spinning. So I think if you are going to think about this and you are going to give this some time and focus, if you clicked on to this podcast because you're like, yep, I'm a a little hello lost and I gotta find my way out, then I, I think it also starts with getting really brutally honest with how long you've been feeling this way. How when did you lose your way? When did you get distracted? When did you um you know go left or right of center? How far back do we go in order to start getting you on the path that makes the most sense for you? Because I think sometimes what ends up happening is we just end up going and approaching things from our current situation and we don't do the healing and we don't do the nurturing and we don't do the paying attention to things from the past no matter how many years back that really need our attention. So if we're going to do this, if we're going to find ourselves, we have to make room for it, which means we have to clean out the crap and we have to clean out the clutter and we have to figure out what we're dealing with. So I would encourage you to do an inventory and to explore this a little bit. When did you start saying yes when you really needed to say no? When did you stop saying what it is you really think? When did you, you know, start bending yourself into a pretzel to make a situation for somebody else or for friends or for family a little bit more comfortable? How far back do we need to go? And if your life has radically changed, if something has happened, if it's like me where somebody in your life has gotten seriously ill or suffered an accident or you have suffered something or life has disrupted you, then part of this is recognizing that you have to check in with who are you now that this hard thing has happened? How has this changed you? One of the things that I think I, you know, realized in the course of my husband's illness in 2015 was that like, like, you know, we we didn't have time to to figure shit out that like life was going to happen and it was going to get scary and it was going to get stressful. And if it was going to be hard in my personal life, I actually owed it to myself to be happier in my professional life because that was something I had control over. But my values changed because the year before I had been saying to people, no, like this business is fine. I'm kind of coasting. It doesn't really intellectually or emotionally challenge me too much, but I'm good. The numbers are good. It's fine. And then suddenly, you know, after a year in and out of hospitals with my husband, I was like, yeah, not so much that that's changed me. This is what I think now. The same thing for people who go through some kind of radical transformation. If they've lost weight, if they've, you know, had some awesome thing happen to them or some challenging thing happen to them even. But like, who are you now to do the inventory of what your values are? What is it that you care about? What's important? What are your priorities? And then again, and we've talked about this recently already on the show, but the quality and the status of your relationships. Are people giving you what you need to be your absolute best? And are there gaps in your tribe, so to speak, that you need to fill and that you would benefit from like, you know, increasing the energy and the vibe around you if you met people who were, you know, more able to meet you where you're at? 
But when we're lost, it's so easy to stop and stand still. It's so easy to not grow, to not focus on the next thing. But the best thing you can do is make a commitment to finding yourself by being curious. It starts with talking to people. And, you know, and that might mean that you have to invest and you have to hire yourself a life coach or, you know, somebody like me, a mindset coach or a business coach if you're needing some direction. But it might also just simply start with saying it out loud and seeing what happens next for yourself and really digging deep and figuring that out for yourself and being willing to find the answer, to sit in the not knowing, to sit in the curiosity, but to poke around, to try. Try something new just to see if you like doing it. Because so often we're changed by our lives and we're changed by our stories. But if we don't update our version of ourselves, we're trying to live in our current lives with a version of ourself and our perspective from 10 years ago. And that's why we often experience a disconnect. That's why it often, you know, doesn't make sense. And the example that like comes to mind for me, um, was last year when I was packing up my apartment in Medford, um, you know, some I brought up this cart. Um, I lived in a condo at the time, so I was five floors up, and I had a bunch of boxes, and I was like, oh, I'm going to need the cart. So I grabbed the cart, and the cart was, like, kind of wonky and a pain in the ass to, to manage and put boxes on. So whenever possible, it was just easier for me to lift the boxes myself. And I put the darn box on the cart, and then um, I was struggling to get it over each of the door frames. Finally, I just said, you know, screw it. And I picked up the box and I got in the damn elevator and I loaded it into the truck. And it wasn't until I was loading it into the truck that I was like, wow, like I've gotten more fit. I am more capable. My default is I need a cart. My default is that I'm not physically strong enough. My default is that I, you know, I'm less capable. But the updated version of me is that I'm a little more badass than I was (laughs) six months ago. I'm stronger. I'm capable of more. But if we don't have those moments that sort of checkpoint that, that serve that for us, I think we just sit and spin and we just lose our way. And then then when that happens, we end up in the passenger seat of our lives and our business. We just react to whatever the day is handing us, whatever our loved ones are asking of us, or, you know, the latest email in our inbox, but we're not in the driver's seat. Because when we don't know who we are or where we're going, the driver's seat is effing scary. Who wants to be there? Like, we don't have any address to enter into the GPS. But I think my challenge for you here is you got to take a page from my book and my journal and you got to get back in the driver's seat and drive to the first person you can get help from to the first person who's willing to sit and hear you out and listen but you can't solve the problem from the passenger seat of the car and worse you certainly can't solve it from the back seat so you got to get behind the wheel and increase your comfort level with maybe not knowing the destination but being willing to figure it out Thank you so much for today. I hope this episode has some value for you. I, again, it wasn't uh, what I was planning on talking to you about today, but it felt like one of those, um, not necessarily mindset in real time because it was so 2014, but definitely real life mindset in a, you know, in a really real moment for me. So thanks so much for listening. If you have a question and you want my two cents on your life or business, you can always find me at Heather at choose to have it all.com and you 
you always too if you're looking at the long end of 2019 here and you have no idea where your life or your business is going and you are in need of direction like you can sign on for my coaching on demand program um and have me just right in your pocket all the time you can always email me over at heather at choose to have it all.com to learn more about that as well i'd love to help you out it would be such a privilege to help you get to where you're going thank you so much for today i look forward to talking to you next time bye for now